Are you an enthusiastic wine drinker but sweat uncontrollably over a restaurant list from Albarino to Zweigelt? Set aside your fears, relax, and start enjoying wine without worry. Here's your host, Jameson Fink. One of the things I'm always most interested in is people's journey to wine. Um, I came from, uh, well, like an IT and history background. I never thought I would be here with a wine podcast, and I'm here with uh, Dan Marino and Damon Heward of Passing Time, and I'm really curious about their journey to wine, how they came to be involved in a project like this, uh, making a wonderful, world-class Washington wine. Dan, can you just tell me your journey to wine? Did you have like kind of an aha moment about wine? Well, I, I really think it all started when, you know, when I was uh, a, a young boy. I mean, actually, my neighborhood in Pittsburgh was a very ethnic neighborhood, a lot of Italian people. My great-grandfather used to make his own wine in the cellar, and, and uh, there was always uh, kids in my neighborhood. My dad didn't make his own wine, but there was kids and families in the neighborhood that used to make their own homemade wine. So that's kind of where, you know, the wine thing started. Um, just as I got into, uh, you know, into professional football and started uh, learning about wine and different regions of wines. And, and uh, it's funny, I mean, I go back to uh, when Damon came in as a rookie uh, with the Dolphins and I had been there uh, for a while and we'd go out and have a beer or two sometimes. And, and uh, I'd say, you know, Damon, you got to, you know, there's some great wine in Washington and you, you've never really tasted wine. And, and, you know, he'd come over to the house and I'd, get him some Colsolari or Leonetti, whatever it is. And uh, I was like, there's some of the best wine in the world is made in Washington. You haven't experienced that. And so as time went on, we ended up talking about maybe doing something. And uh, and then now here it is today. We're releasing our passing time, and uh, it's uh, pretty cool. You know, so that was that's kind of been my journey through wine, and I've been uh, enjoyed it over yeah, the years. That's great. And Damon, um, talking about drinking Washington wine with Dan, how did you get to the point where, where you decided, you both decided, hey, you know what, we're going to get involved in, in making a Washington wine? When did, when did that come? How did that plan come together? I mean, literally, you know, circa 1999, 2000, we started planning this thing out. We'd be drawing our label on a piece of paper, studying our plays. And, you know, when I was done playing, we were going to do this thing. So um, it's been 15, 16 years in the making. And uh, when I got home and finally retired from the NFL in 2009, I really had the time to find the right winemaker, to reconnect with a lot of my family relationships in eastern Washington to source the right fruit. Um, so it's it's been a long time coming. You know, the most, I think we've always said this, one of the challenging things is are people going to take us seriously? Are they going to think this is just some vanity project, some celebrity project? And that's not what this is. I mean, this is many years in the making. Uh, a couple of buddies who have a real passion for wine, Danny introducing it to me way back when. And, and now here we are making it happen. And um, it's super exciting. We're fired up about uh, uh, the fruit sources that we have from these older established vineyards, our winemaker, Chris Peterson. And, um, and time. And here we all are together, passing time, celebrating uh, this release day with, with our wine. And talk about selecting Chris Peterson as your winemaker. I mean, he's, he's kind of the quarterback of, of the team. Uh, how, how, uh, how did you come to decide to work with Chris? I don't know if we'll let him be the quarterback, maybe the head coach. <laughs> or no, coordinator. Coordinator, coordinator okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Offensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not the coordinator. <laughs> you know, Chris, um, it's funny. One of our other partners uh, with Passing Time, Doug Donnelly uh, was close friends with Marty Talker, 
who uh, started Avenia. And um, Avenia uh, had just hired Chris Peterson to be their winemaker. And Chris was at DeLille forever for eight years. I loved what he did there, uh, making those wines. And before he was a rock star on his own, I like to think that Dan and I got him to, 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 to sign up and make Passing Time wine. And uh, super excited that his Avenia wines have taken off. But, um, you know, we, we got him early before he was a rock star. And, and, and I think the really the cool thing why it works is because Avenia and Passing Time are so, they're different wines. Okay, Avenia is kind of about some cooler vineyard sites. Uh, he lo- Chris loves the orange and the dirt and the rocks and, you know, these Bordeaux, you know, the, these European flavors. And he's super true to Syrah and Rhone varietals, where we're just about making a big, bold Washington cab. So Avenia and Passing Time, he can make them both work because they're both so different. And Dan, um, Washington wine, maybe people would have thought your, your wine project would have been Napa or something like that. When you, when you talk to people and travel the country, do you find yourself educating people about Washington wine that they maybe aren't as familiar with it as other wines? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, and I mean you're right. It could, I mean, I could have done other things. But to me, it's about people and relationships, and, uh, and that's what this project's about. This project's about, you know, um, our guys, uh, Chris and, and Damon and... Uh, Doug and, and um, Kevin and just, uh, you know, the relationships is the part of it and then building on that. And I do, I know, I do, you know, now that we've done this project, uh, I get a lot of questions about it and I explain to everybody what we're doing, the wine in Washington, the Cabernet, the vineyards, the, uh, the relationships that Damon had and how we could get the, you know, the young winemaker that's up and coming and now is a star and doing this uh, here in the area. And that uh, it's something that we really want to do and enjoy. So I do get an opportunity to talk about Washington wines. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for the folks who can't be here at this great release party at Avenia uh, tasting the wine, um, when, you, when you drink the 2012, which is, this is the release party for it, um, what is, uh, I'll, I'll ask uh, Damon, what is the... Um, what do you taste when you when you drink the 2012? What should people know about this wine? Yeah, well, I think right away the nose really jumps out at you. You know, it's a it's a big Horse Heaven Hills cab, but I think why I like the Horse Heaven Hills so much as an appellation is there's also this this floral element to it. Um, you know, it's big. It certainly coats your palate. It's all those things that I love in a big Washington cab. But there's also this kind of floral lavender note to it that just makes it beautiful and elegant at the same time. See, I love and when so, he talks. I love when he talks about it. He talks about it much better. Than I know. I know. He, he could. He could. He could write about wine. I'm getting a little nervous here. <laughs> no, but but it is. You know, there. You know, it's 86% cab from from Discovery Vineyard in the Horse Seven Hills, and then 9% Clipson Merlot from Red Mountain, which is just big and it really fleshes the wine out. And then I think it is that that little 5% of shampoo Cab Franc really also adds that floral element and some of that tobacco leafiness that you'll taste in it as well. But it's a super well-balanced wine. Chris is an artist. He did an amazing job. And we couldn't be more pleased with our first vintage. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, Dan and Damon. It's great to uh, share your passion. I mean, obviously, you're, you're passionate about wine, and that really comes through. And um, it's wonderful, like I said in the beginning, to hear about how people get involved in wine. And everyone's story is different and experience is different. And it's all about, uh, it's not just about the wine making it, but enjoying it with friends and family and, uh, and the community of it and, and the teamwork of it, too. So thank you both for joining me on the show today. Thanks. That's well said. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, very well said. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. You're listening to Wine Without Worry with Jameson Fink.